Welcome back to the Make It Count podcast. I'm Marcus Meir, founder of Meir Group CPAs and the Total Control Accounting System. And I'm Tyler Warner, small business owner with a lot of accounting questions. In today's episode, we've got the first guest we've ever had on the Make It Count podcast. Very exciting. Very exciting. His name is Adam Broussard of Strata, Strata Realty. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, like Tyler just said, I'm happy to be here. I'm Adam Broussard uh, with Strata Realty, and um, essentially what we do is just help customers buy, sell their homes, and uh, give them the best customer service behind there. And so we have a whole bunch of different ways, and uh, we use Marcus to help us out with that. Yeah, so not just I, me though. Yeah, yeah. so Marcus's Adam, team. <laughs> yeah, Mirror Group. That's right. Uh, that's right. It's an entire group. <laughs> it takes a group of people it to handle. That's, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about Adam's journey from total chaos to total control. That's right. And um, yeah, and everything in between. Exactly on that journey. Yeah. Yeah. So let's kind of yeah, I'll kind of kind of kick us off. So um, Adam, kind of tell us what. What we're doing for you, we'll kind of get into that and why why you've kind of gravitated to our method, why we do it, and the importance of accounting for you. Okay. Uh, let's see here. You basically take care of all the accounting from the month to month, reconciling the checkbook, breaking it up into zero, and using the software um, that's familiar with you. And I like that because it's all cloud-based. I can control it on my phone and on my desktop. I could be anywhere in the world looking at it. And I have faith that it's all working and, and connecting with the, uh, with the right things, money coming in and, and checks going out. Um, and so I, 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 I would say my past has definitely – my present has definitely changed from my past. Right. Um, I would do things – Hand, paper, oh, Excel spreadsheets. Please don't say that. Please don't. No, but you, you yeah, you're a little, you yeah. Know, this and, is the old Adam. Yeah, yeah, this is the old Adam. And and uh, and and what happened is uh, when you go broke, you generally don't go broke and see it like all of a sudden one day. It, the money gets taken from you, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars at a time. Right. And, and it's the decisions that you make that you're not aware of that ends up happening, and it snowballs. And so. Um, at the end of the day, it was just uh, uh, because of my lack of understanding the accounting and the lack of all the accounting that I needed to be done that just put me down a path that uh, that was right. just destructive. Right. And so you're now in a situation where – so you mentioned, obviously, we're doing the monthly kind of bookkeeping, right, just kind of the standard, um, and then also payroll. That's right. And then we got your tax returns, and we kind of all bundle that. But one of the things I, I thought was interesting is that when you and I talk – and this is kind of the point. Obviously, it, it come, coming from me, people go, okay, he's saying that he wants to sell his services. But you've made the point to me a few times, and it's almost like it's great hearing it from a client, which is, this is like an investment for me. Yeah. And you'll say things to me, which I try to get people to grasp, which is, do what you do, you being the business owner. And you've kind of said that a few times, like, Marcus, I just, I want to trust that y'all are doing it. I want to have oversight. And kind of our last episode, we talked about oversight from a fraud perspective. Uh So I think you're in a good position of that. You're asking questions. But you've delegated not the the understanding of your finances, but the doing and managing. And so just kind of talk to you about that, like kind of your perspective on this function in your business from like it being like an investment and letting you stay in your lane. Yeah. So, man, I – 
I've talked to a lot of different business owners that just don't understand their accounting. One, that's like super crazy to me. Uh, but two, I understand it in a specific way. Yeah. And so me and you do have those conversations of just like how I want to look at it. Right. And so with all the stuff that you're – the software that you're able to do, you put it together in a fashion where I can – See it the way I need to see it, and it's understandable by you to go facilitate those tax returns and, and the employees and stuff like that because, um, one, I think the level of understanding from me as the business owner watching the money going in and out and where it's going, for me to sleep good at night, I have to have a good understanding of, of exactly that. And so with the help of – and I, and I know that when I hire somebody like a traditional bookkeeper to keep track of the books, I'm now responsible for them and whatever they do, whether it's good yeah. or bad or their mistakes, and it gets to the CPA, and yeah. then all those mistakes come out. You're right. And, and and so it's like, I know- And you've seen that before. Oh, in every single business I've been in. Yeah. Because it's just, uh, let me get a little bit, I'll interject a little bit, because generally, and this is why I always tell people like- we're we're not wanting to do your accounting. Well, we like to do that. We're good at that. That's what we do. But for us, it's to give you good data to do good to do right. the right. So that bookkeeper generally, there they don't also then have this the team like we do to take it and say, well, we're we're just doing the accounting right, so we can we can get to the good stuff, which is to build a foundation. So I, I see your point there is that at the end of the year, somebody's just been doing bookkeeping just to do the bookkeeping. It's not been to say, Adam, did you notice that? Advertising is fifteen percent of your revenue, and normally it's eight. Right. What's going on there? Right. You know that kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah. And, and in our meetings in the past, businesses that I've been a part of that that you have done the accounting in that setting, I've seen that come alive, and and to see that, and to know that you're asking questions, and that you are more versatile to say, man, in other organizations. Right. And I love to look at other businesses, but I don't have time to study them. And you have that key because you manage other people's businesses. And right. so uh, I'm looking at somebody to poke holes and to tell me now, not a year from now. Right. A year from now, you may be broke. And uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's, it's not a, that's not a fun place to be. Right, right. It's um, Yeah, it's funny because now you're getting into something, I, you know, like you were talking about earlier, do we put together like an outline? And we, you know, <laughs> so the answer to that is yes, but it's done in the 10 minutes before, um, you know, just full transparency here. But um, you're talking about which one of the one of the points I did not put on here, which is real time data. And yes. so um, that's a again, why I love having somebody say it, not me say it is because I think people most of the time I know you can attest to this when you're working with an accountant. Generally, it's it's kind of rearview mirror. Yes. You know, a lot of people are doing things like they don't even work with them throughout the year. So it's really rear view. It's like I hand you um, a stack of or a bunch of spreadsheets and PDFs and say, put together my books and tell me how I did. Right. You know, so you're right. I mean, it's it's business moves fast and you got to make decisions quickly. And like you said, you could be <clears throat> broken a year. Yeah, we are. I mean, we live in, in a day and age where you can see everything in real time. I could look at the gas prices around the corner without even driving to the gas station. Right. So why would you want all the convenience of the world and your accounting to be in the past? Yeah. So it, 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 uh, that always just kind of festers in my mind of like when I talk to other business owners and I see where they put their passion in, and, and it depends. Most of the time it's on the product or service that they have. 
And then the office stuff is, it's just office stuff. You know, yeah. yeah. Tammy, the bookkeeper over here is, uh, you know, Ooh. she's going to take care of all that, you know. This last sorry, episode, this. Tammy, the bookkeeper. It was Suzanne. It was Suzanne. <laughs> it was Suzanne. We never thought Suzanne would yeah. do that. Tammy, the bookkeeper. Yeah. yeah. Who steals from who you. Who steals from you. Yeah. yeah. And I've witnessed that a few, th- I've uncovered that for people. Really? And it doesn't put you in a good position to be the man to know, you right. know, cause it's like, Oh, well now you need to go figure more out. And right. Like, oh, well, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting though. I want to kind of drill down on that, what you're saying about that back office thing. So you were saying you've been, and I know this inherently, but I want, again, I like hearing it from somebody else. You're saying you've, and this makes sense. Tyler could probably attest to this. Nobody, I don't think anybody sits there and goes, man, today, I really want to sit down for the next six hours and do the accounting. So, okay, you outsource it. Yeah, that's never happened. That's never happened, right. Well, I'm going to interject. <laughs> oh, but we found oh, the one. Oh, oh, I am a, I, I want to be in my office. If you're, uh, if you're interested. <laughs> I'm in my office, and I have a routine. I think I've told you guys this before. I'm sure Tyler knows. I The first hour is accounting, and it's 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 where where am I at health-wise, Yeah, you know? Um, and but that's good. That's oversight. Yeah, see, I'll, I will say I can. I probably do like cash flow forecasting yeah, at least okay. a few times a week, mm-hmm. looking at that. But I'm not over here like, I mean, re- that kind of stuff okay. is more like okay. I like doing that because I feel like that's giving me a better yeah. idea of where I need to go. Well, I, I, I incorporate both. I pay right. bills. I, sure. I you yeah. know, and I'm recording it and and recording the previous day. So I'm, yeah. I'm incorporating both of them into it to where mm-hmm. it takes me an hour a day. My bills are paid, and I know, boom, this is where I'm at altogether. And right. I, there's not a, there's not a guess over the next week what's going to have to happen, you know, or what I'm collecting. It's it's all I'm already known. I've already and I've incorporated that here recently with my uh, family. Thanks to Tyler, actually, he has Sunday Sunday night meetings with his uh, family, so we started doing that, and um, and I'm breaking it into them, but not the not necessarily the accounting side, just the uh, yeah. But you got to understand, Tyler doesn't have to do an hour a day. He's got rules set up in his account. Right. We didn't talk about rules in zero, but generally, when you spend at Popeyes, Canes, you know, you, you've already got that coded to meals. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's zoom, zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's, yeah. it's done. It's done right. for you. Right, right. Um, well, and another reason too why I'm handing over everything uh, uh, with the new company and uh, even the, the 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 properties that I have is eventually coming over is because right. I'm taking that system that I've created, I feel comfortable with, and automated to save that hour a day. Right. And make it only a five, 10 minute deal of me checking it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to get you. I mean, I think with any business owner, you know, and, and it's, I think as a business owner, when you're thinking about these things, you have to also think about what's your trajectory. Yeah. Like, you know, you might say, well, and I, and I totally get this. Um, I don't need these services because I'm not growing. And so what if you save me an hour a day? I, what would I replace that hour a day with? Right. So you, you gotta, you have to think about like where you're headed, but we want to work with people who, whatever flavor gets them, but for the most part, I think our, our niche or our pitch is, is, hey, you're trying to do better. Like we have this term around here, do better business. You're trying to do better business because not just to do better. Well, it could be that maybe you want to spend more time with your family or whatever, but generally it's, I want to grow. Right. And so, so and growth that's means what I think I you got to replace. Yeah. Growth means you got to repl- you're replacing things generally. Right. You're replacing an hour of accounting in that's your right. example with hopefully 45 minutes or an hour of business development. That's right. Or system building or whatever moves the needle for you. Yep. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. And um and I yeah, I have plenty of use for that time. 
Uh, yeah. uh, and, and to be a business owner and not want to grow or figure out how to be efficient just seems to me like you're, you're not going to sustain that for a long period of time. And generally, you can look at the history of businesses that people that just want to, to reach to this level right. and not change or innovate or move, it goes, you know, yeah. down. Yeah. You know? So, Adam, you mentioned you've been broke. <laughs> because of that, I feel like you're qualified to, like, if you had to go to a business owner and just, like, kind of shake them and say, hey, don't, like. Don't do these things. Yeah. Don't do these things. What What are those things? Don't um, Don't treat your customers like they're your enemies. Um, don't treat the accounting like. You just want to, you know, take the mail and put it in the closet and close the door and then like, I'm going to give this to the CPA next year. Um, I mean, that's your that's your, that's your asset is this company. And part of that asset is the cash that you have and the flow that it goes in. Right. And so, um, yeah, I mean, like typical small business owners focus on that product and service and they think, man, this is what's going to get me to the next level. When reality is you may not need, you can make more money by not adding another customer, but by being efficient on the accounting side. Yeah. And then now you have another hour a day to go add another customer. Right. So you're trying to bust out into a few different fronts when you're the only, you know, you're a sole proprietor, self-employed person that all you do is I got to do this service and then I got to do the accounting and then, you know, all this. But all this is saving me a bunch of money, but it's costing you that time. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you're getting at is opportunity cost. You yeah, got to think about your, your yeah, mindset. Yeah. Your mindset has to be. And look, I can say this to I'm blue in the face, but it helps to have other people say it. You have to be thinking like. This is an invest. You, you know when people try to sell you something. Like I was on, I was on the pitch the other day, which I bought anyway. So I'm, maybe I'm. It was uh, on a. <laughs> they my, did good. My my cousin's daughter. So that's my I guess my first cousin once removed. And I want to say that anybody's like, what's that once removed thing? We can talk about that on a different okay. podcast. <laughs> anyway, she was selling me Cutco knives. Right. Oh, dude. So I, I went Cutco's to the pitch. Been around forever. And now. look, look, look. She gave me. She went. They know what they're doing, all right? So one of the pitches was, you know, if you have a cut go knives, what is the average cost of an evening out, eating out? <laughs> and our research shows that you eat out eight times less per year when you have cut go knives because you're not as frustrated, you know, Ooh. cutting and slicing. So you're more apt to make a gourmet home, you know, home wow. cooked meal. And so yeah. then she said, then she then extrapolates that. Well, over 20 years... Which, by the way, there's a lifetime warranty, so it could be even longer than 20. Yeah. Over 20 years, imagine how much money you save eating out. And so that basically what we're talking about is you have to have, get in that mindset of the it's not an expense and it's an investment. Right. So I think about those. I, I Everybody's making those decisions. And probably in my business, maybe sometimes the CPAs that haven't been great at marketing and branding themselves as, no, what you're paying for is value that gives you an, an, a return, whether it be time sleep better at night because that's the reason why a lot of us I think have all probably used business coaches or kind of entertain that we are seeing the value yes you could say you would never you would never get a business coach and say well that's just an expense on my P&L you wouldn't right. it, no. it is an expense but you would be like no that guy's providing me value and so I think what you're getting to the point of is saying 
you got to the point of saying this day was giving me value and here's why it saved me time it let me do business development it got me more efficient and all those things and i know it's done professionally and accurately so i think you've got to get to that place um and again you know sometimes it might not be like i know you know well in every business that i've started i would start the accounting and then tag an accountant at some point right and like even in our relationship with the prior business, I was doing the accounting, and before it's like, all right, we got to have enough cash flow to come in to pay this guy. Right. right out the gate on Strata Realty and what we're doing now, it's like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Everything's got to be clean cut, transparent, um, and I, I can't afford to use this time that's valuable to do what we're doing and helping people um, on the accounting side. You, know, you just want to manage it. I just, yeah, I just want to manage that. Yeah, talk a little bit about about um, you mentioned earlier, kind of your business model with Strata. You, you want to get into that a little bit, at least on the on the home buying side, and then and then you kind of mentioned to the investors you're talking to when you mentioned, hey, we got somebody handling this, and you got full transparency. Yeah. So uh, just a quick description to help clients on the uh, for, for Strata Realty is we offer uh, basically two options for people to help sell their homes. One is we would buy their house from them at, at a certain price, and uh, it's, it's a very competitive offer. It's basically the same amount of money that they're going to walk away with if they would sell the traditional route with a realtor. So kind of a net, net, net a concept, net. like, hey, after you pay your realtor fees and transition and storage of your prop, you know, That's all this right. stuff. Okay. Yep. And, uh, and then the second option is that if you feel that putting it on the market is the best route, um, we can offer you a flat fee service for that. And so your flat fee commission, not 6%, not 5%. And generally, our flat fee beats out other people by thousands of dollars. And I'm going to make sure it beats out everybody. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, And it's not just our side. It's the whole commission, not, not, not oh, this is just the listing. No, this right. is listing and buyer side. We're shrinking it down. Don't let anybody fool you. It's not controlled by the government. Everybody has an opportunity to negotiate. And so, um, so when I go pitch investors uh, this concept um, and they look at it, what was the question that you were I was saying? saying you got some feedback from investors on two things. First, okay. that your accounting from the beginning yeah. is done, and then the transparency of it. Yeah, Specifically exactly talking right. about you and I said, well, why don't right. we allow them in the zero? Right, right, yeah. right. So uh, some investors that I had talked to um, – they were they were screening me on the accounting side and wanting to know uh, one how did they know that their money's being used you know because the only way I'm going to be able to pay interest on that loan is by using the funds and so um, plus other accounting questions of this this and that I said well from the beginning we set up with uh, CPA Marcus the Mirror Group to in order for you to have access through zero to see all the accounting so you see what I see. Um, you won't see the list of names, but you'll see numbers and you'll be able to digest for yourself how's that money flowing and make you feel more comfortable in right. investing in our company. And so transparency is the key to success. Um, and that's with customers, that's with investors, that's with employees, that's with yeah. your wife, everybody. <laughs> and so at the end of the day, you, you can't just do it in one area of your life and then right. say, I'm going to hide this amongst everybody else. Just let it out. Right. And be okay with it. Yeah. Because what you'll learn, it's amazing that if people poke holes in what you're doing, 
That helps you learn. That's right. Is this kind of where somebody interjects the truth will set you free? Kind of thing or <laughs> I kept so, it yeah. as you were as you were talking. Woo-woo. I was like, preach, brother, yeah, preach. Right. Maybe so. <laughs> good God, God is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where to go from there. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's almost yeah. like you like drop, so, yeah, yeah. Mike. yeah. I mean, so how often is your wife getting in your in your P and L and she's checking? Man, zero. we just started yeah. recently, and I told her we're looking at P and Ls and balance sheets. Yeah, Ooh. Uh, is this a, is this in the family meeting? Is this on yes. the agenda? This is the agenda. Ooh. Yeah, you know you can do your personal budget in zero. Just, I know that, know, so and uh, shameless plug uh, that, that's there. That's going to be the last. And we're doing phase. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm well you can basically sure so just I mean like uh, bank sync and everything. Absolutely. Yeah, so okay. I have a there's a zero client. In my zero called Marcus and Stephanie Meir, and it's like all my bank and credit cards hooked up. Like okay. if you want to produce a personal financial statement, best way to do it. So is it Taylor? Are you just saying you use the software for that? Or? I use the software for that, but it also has a budget manager. So, so you, you can you can hand meaning like zero set it up for this. Craig, you could you could sit in there and go at the end of whatever month or you know, at your family meetings, you could be like, All right, babe, here's the the red's good. The green, you know, red's bad. The green's let's get, good. Let's get transparent. This is over. Yeah, this transparency concept. Let's let's look over under budget. Yeah. And uh, yeah, absolutely. It, and and look, it's exciting for my wife because she's getting to see stuff that we do which she's never has before. And then, what's more exciting is my kids are witnessing this. And because I didn't have that level of education growing up and even getting into business was like, oh, you got to concentrate on your service and this, this, and that. I was behind the eight ball, you know? And like, man, when you have good credit and you got good income coming in, it's easy to go get into debt. They'll hand it out to you. Yeah. And and all it is, it's a, it can be a trap, you know? And, and it's just slowly making you tight, tight, tight. And what happens is you start telling yourself, I can work my way out of this. Yeah. I'm going to make more money next year because I'm self-employed. I'm just going to add... More houses, more income somehow. But even though that may or may not be true, um, you get very cloudy in your judgment whenever it's not all kept track of and at your fingertips. Right. Because what happens if you got COVID (laughs) and it drops that bomb? Right. right. Now, it did opposite in the real estate. It didn't really freeze us. But there's times in history that you can go back that all of a sudden now our economy is jolt. You know, it stopped. And... Like, what you going to do? Right. Yeah, I'm thankful for, like, our business, for the most part, you know, I'll say knock on wood. I'm not even sure this table's wood, but yeah, probably not. It's just, this is Ikea, so it's probably not. Yeah. Um, but, like, we were, our business was, you know, was, was fine during the yeah. pandemic. But we were in a situation where we were needed, you know, help people get PVP loans and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, that's true. And we live in Lafayette, Louisiana, which is totally different from New York State, California. Right. The, 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 not the hardest place hit but the the controls that they had put people under and um you know not to i'm not getting political but it's just that's the way it is there was there's significant differences between lafayette versus new york and even new orleans right you know the restrictions that we've had so yeah i've experienced uh uh well during this this pandemic realistically but i know that if i was living in new york or california in some of these areas that it was gonna it's a it'd be a different tune right all right. 
Well, guys, anything else you want to lay on us, Adam? You've been you've been, <laughs> yeah, this been some, great. some good uh, accounting bombs on us, and not just coming from me. I think people are like, okay, yeah, all yeah, right, we've no, heard it before. Twenty Marcus. episodes of him saying, <laughs> "Do your accounting right. Do your accounting right. Get <laughs> yeah. it, but manage it. Look over it. Manage your yeah. business." Yeah. No, you, the podcast has been very informal. Don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would say appreciate that. Uh, uh, um, be excited about being in business and and figuring these things out because. Yeah. If you're growth-minded, you should be excited. And if you just want to stay where you're at because you're about to retire or some of that nature, go figure out something else to be excited about. Right. You know, and and then let somebody else manage what you've earned. And guys, Adam's excited about accounting. Don't let, don't uh, <laughs> just, if you take anything away from this episode. <laughs> Well, good deal. That's a good place to end it. If you've been inspired by Adam and his love for accounting. And his journey. What did we say from total chaos to total control? Chaos to total control. That's right. Yeah. Um, Then reach out to the Mirror Group. They can put you on the same path uh, and get your accounting straight and get it get it working for your business. So it's a good place to start. Mirror.group. All the other episodes are there as well. All right, guys. See you next time. See ya. All right. Thanks.